you're listening to the SSPX Podcast. We're happy to present another installment of True Heroes, stories of the lives of the saints delivered by Father Thomas Tam. Father has also put together a video of each of these episodes. You can see the video at sspxpodcast.com. Now, here's Father Tam. I thank the Almighty God that in sending me so great an affliction in the last hour of my life, thou wouldst purify me from my sins as I hope by thy mercy. Hello, my friends, and welcome to True Heroes. Today, we're going to look at St. Margaret, Queen of Scots, and her dedication to the poor and the sanctification of the people of her country. Let us begin her story. St. Margaret of Scotland, or Margaret of Wessex, was an English princess born in Hungary to Princess Agatha of Hungary and English Prince Edward the Exile around 1045. Her siblings, Christina and Edgar the Atheling, were also born in Hungary around this time. Margaret and her family returned to England when she was 10 years old, and her father was called back as a potential successor to the throne. However, Edward died immediately after the family arrived, but Margaret and Edgar continued to reside at the English court. Margaret's family fled from William the Conqueror after his victory at the Battle of Hastings in 1066. Her widowed mother set out to take her children north to Northumbria. Tradition says Agatha decided to leave Northumbria and return to the continent, but her family's ship got caught in a storm. The storm drove their ship even more north to Scotland, where they were shipwrecked in 1068. The spot they landed on is now known as, quote, St. Margaret's Hope, unquote. Malcolm Canmore III, the King of Scotland, welcomed Margaret and her family and put them under his protection. He soon fell deeply in love with the beautiful and kind princess. Margaret and Malcolm became married in 1070 at the castle of Dumfermline. Together they had eight children, six sons, and two daughters. Margaret's kind nature and good heart was a strong influence on Malcolm's reign. She softened his temper and helped him become a virtuous king of Scotland. Together they prayed, fed the hungry, and offered a powerful example of living faith in action. Margaret was placed in charge of all domestic affairs and was often consulted with state matters as well. She promoted the arts and education in Scotland. She encouraged church synods and was involved in efforts to correct the religious abuses involving bishops, priests, and lay people. Her impact in Scotland led her to being referred to as, quote, the Pearl of Scotland, unquote. She constantly worked to aid the poor of Scotland. She encouraged people to live a devout life, grow in prayer, and grow in holiness. She helped to build churches, including in the Abbey of Dumfrelin, where a relic of the true cross is kept. She was well known for her deep life of prayer and piety. She set aside specific times for prayer and to read scripture. She didn't eat often and slept very little, so she would have more time for her devotions. She lived holiness of life as a wife, mother, and laywoman, truly in love with Jesus Christ. Malcolm supported Margaret in all her endeavors and admired her religious devotion so much, 
He had her books decorated in jewels, gold, and silver. One of these decorated books, a gospel book with portraits of the four evangelists, is now kept in Oxford at the Bodleian Library after it was miraculously recovered from a river. In 1093, Malcolm and their oldest son were killed during the Battle of Alnwick. Already ill and worn from a life full of austerity and fasting, Margaret passed away four days after her husband on November 16, 1093. Her body was buried before the high altar at Dumfrelin. In 1250, Pope Innocent IV canonized Margaret as a saint, acknowledging her life of holiness and extraordinary virtue. She was honored for her work for reform of the church and her personal holiness. In 1259, Margaret's and Malcolm's bodies were transferred to a chapel in the eastern apse of Dumfrelin Abbey. In 1560, Mary, Queen of Scots, came into possession of Margaret's head. It was kept as a relic. She insisted that it, and Margaret's prayers from heaven, helped assist her in childbirth. Her head later ended up with the Jesuits at the Scots College in France, but was lost during the French Revolution. From the life of St. Margaret, let us learn to love the poor and less fortunate among us, and fight for the spread of the faith in our country. You may not be a queen or a king or a president or prime minister, but you can make a difference by your prayers and by the example you give to others. Tomorrow is the Feast of Corpus Christi and the day of St. Barnabas the Apostle. Until then, God bless you all, my friends. St. Margaret, Queen of Scots, pray for us.